A child killer is lurking the streets of Berlin. The public is paranoid and up in arms. The police are confounded and the criminals are frustrated. A mob is forming to track down the killer and bring him to justice by any means necessary. In Fritz Lang's M. Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 152. Mmm. <laughs> it's just that tasty. Jason. <laughs> oh, we're having fun already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my name is Eric. <laughs> oh. hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I thought about that when it was in the bathroom. I did not expect you to have that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah, feeling good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you excited for something uh, to, to get this over with? Um, yeah. I'm gonna go hang out with my lady friend tonight. Oh, what you go? What you go? What you gonna do? Well, uh, originally we were thinking about possibly carving some pumpkins. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's gonna happen or not, but okay, why not? Eh, you know, you never know. Okay, but uh, gonna hang out with my lady friend. I haven't. It, it's weird. She lives, you know, she doesn't live that far away, like about a half an hour from my house. Right. I usually go visit her about three times a week. Right. Um, but uh, I didn't go out there Wednesday night. Which I usually do. Okay. Uh, I had a boys' night out. Really? Well, Maverick's, uh, employee, uh, excursion. Ooh. All the boys. That seems unfair to her. Well, if she'd been born with a penis. <laughs> and had the unfortunate, uh, job placement that I had. <laughs> then she would have had a good time that night. <laughs> so you didn't invite any of the female employees of Maverick's? Nope. Not a single one. Huh. Well, that seems pretty sexist. We told him to stay at home and cook us up something in case we could have, you know, a hankering for a midnight snack and, and you know, huh. you know, just do the dishes, that sort of thing, you know? I feel really bad for all of the female employees of Mavericks. <laughs> I mean, they are treated like shit. You know, honestly, we, we have had, like, three female employees over the years. Yeah. But... They, I think they just were tired of being oogled by customers and or employees. 
And just I don't to, imagine the employees were doing much googling. It was mostly the customer. Okay, yeah. possibly Jack, but possibly the owner. Right, yeah. right, right. But uh, but yeah, and, and generally just not really. Hey there, young lady. <laughs> and there's, I think, maybe a general lack of interest in in their work, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But uh, but yeah, it was good for business though. Kept the nerds coming back in. Yeah. One of them even had a butterfly tramp stamp. Really? Uh, she worked at uh, the Victoria's Secret with the boss's wife. Uh, don't remember this. You don't remember this? This was like, she was seasonal help. This was probably 10 years ago. I worked there 10 years ago. Maybe it was more like <laughs> 12 years ago. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was around Pokemon time. There? I believe. Because I think that's why we had her in there. Little Jeremy, I remember Big Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I remember Joe. You remember all their individual tramp stamps. I remember all their tramp stamps. Yeah, uh, I remember when Joe got his. Oh, they misspelled a. Uh, they misspelled a. Uh, lungfish. <laughs> and his butterfly. the creepy old lady who worked there who uh, would often bring her annoying fucking daughter with her. Oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, that one guy's wife who uh, worked there. Uh, I don't know if I want to say names. No, that's okay. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, you, you know who I'm talking about. I think I know. Hang in there. In there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there was another lady. There was another guy that worked there that had a girlfriend, and she worked there too because she was she was actually really into nerd stuff. That's how they met. So uh, she actually knew quite a bit. Gotcha. But then, you know, right. It just fell apart there. Right. Alcohol. Alcohol had a contributing factor. Right. But, uh, yeah, so I didn't see my lady friend on Wednesday night. And then. I forgot we were talking about something. (laughs) (laughs) And then Friday night, I didn't, uh, I didn't go out to her house. We just met up and went to a rock and roll show. Yeah, that's hanging out with her. Yeah, but then I went back home. She went back home. Didn't didn't get to snuggle. Well, that's your own fault. Yeah. Once said you had to go back home. (laughs) She, she said I had to go back home. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was standing too close to the uh, the sweaty metalheads, <laughs> so I smelled like my brethren. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Then. So yeah, going out, I'm gonna spend the night on a Sunday, right. which never ever happens. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty sure that happens on a Sunday. Uh, yeah, not for me. Uh, okay, because we don't do this show every Sunday. Yeah, it seems like uh, lately we've been doing it every other Sunday. So what the hell are you doing uh, those Sundays <laughs> that you're not here? Well, I go out and hang out with you. Okay, then I always well, come back home. Okay, well then again, this all seems to be your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I never said it wasn't. So. All right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. All right, all right. Well, that's good. How about you? How about uh, you? What are you doing? The goddamn Batman. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> You're gonna go after Oswald Cobblepot tonight. Yep. That's the plan. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, here we are on Sunday. Uh, no Mexicans today, but uh, still some construction going on. It's the damn Caucasians this time. <laughs> yep. Don't get me started on the fucking Caucasians. Here, here. Yeah. Because <laughs> instead of just you know the Mexican laborers with their hammers, these these guys have electricity. Yep. You know they've they've come into this country. They have uh, cutting implements as well. They do. Yeah. They are dangerous. I think I saw a miter saw. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what a miter saw is. I just like the word miter. Yeah, it's pretty fun to say. But it was a big circular saw. Right. Uh, yeah, there was some guy sawing shit outside my window today. Uh, but luckily it only lasted for like half hour or so. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. He eventually uh, sawed all this shit up. Yep, yep. Uh, it was certainly quiet enough for me to fall asleep for a good portion of this movie. Oh, really? Oh, I looked over once and I saw you, like, opening your eyes. Yeah. But I didn't know you actually were out for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you totally evil-earned me. Uh, sorta. Sorta. Uh, uh, I still watched the majority of the movie, though. Okay, well, that's more than I did. Evil-earning. Uh, I only missed, like, half an hour. Wow, really? Okay. Uh... Oddly, probably the most exciting half an hour of this movie. Uh, yet it still felt really boring. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> well, I watched every minute of it. Yeah. And I quite liked it. Oh. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed this movie. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it. Was it was just very slow, and uh, I haven't slept well. And you had to read a lot. And I had to read a lot, yeah. And I was laying down. You were full of, uh... Full of beans. Breeders, yeah. yeah. So everything worked against me on this. It sounds like you worked against yourself. You stayed up too late, you laid down, and you <laughs> ate a giant burrito. And now you're mad at the world. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it was your fault. Okay. I believe, I believe you. I believe you. I agree. Uh, yeah, so, uh, the movie M. By Mr. Lang. Mr. Fritz Lang, who, uh... Sorry, Jeff. Burrito. Yeah. Yeah. You've been warned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that may be my big one for okay. the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anything else that happens after this is going to be... Just a build-up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Fritz Lang... Who, for some reason, I keep wanting to uh, think is also uh, uh, Fritz Freeling. Is that the Woody Woodpecker guy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know they are not the same. Not even close. No. Fritz Lang, though, is the director of uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, Metropolis. Was that... That wasn't his first film, was it? Metropolis? Metropolis, I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, in fact, cause, uh, I did a little research on this movie. Oh. Uh, he, uh, he made this movie, uh, as a, uh, an attempt to make a comeback since his previous two movies, uh, one of which was Metropolis, were failures. Really? Yeah, and he was ready to give up directing forever until he was convinced otherwise to do this movie. Huh. 
convinced by whom? Uh, somebody. Oh, wow. Plus, apparently his wife was uh, writing the script. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he wanted to try his hand at a talkie. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was his first talkie. Uh, but I guess, uh, The sound equipment was still incredibly expensive to use uh, in a film during those times. Uh, so he, uh, so like, there's like a good third of the movie that was filmed without sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he decided that he actually liked that, that it gave uh, the movie a little bit more atmosphere uh, going from uh, uh, having sound to absolutely no sound. Whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. some really quiet spells. Yeah, which may have also played a part in me kind of falling asleep. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean it is a little jarring because there are scenes where there's clearly noise. I mean there I mean there are some scenes where people are just silently creeping around and right. you know, that makes sense. But there's like background noise and fully work and stuff right. like that. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I mean there's some scenes that are dead silent but they look like they need a lot of Right. And there's like chaos yeah. and like, people running in the streets. Right. And, uh, no noise. Yeah. Nothing. It's a little I mean, I, I guess at the time, I'm sure if you watched it, it would seem like there was a lot of sound in this movie. Right, right. But watching it now, it <clears throat> sort of seems like there's some sound missing, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there was, it was definitely effective as far as creating a very quiet, creepy mood. Much like we have here. <laughs> uh... Yes. Uh, so yeah, so it, it, was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you sort of have to <clears throat> place it in the time that it was made in order, I think, to get the full enjoyment out of it. Right. I don't think you can certainly compare it to, you know, Silence of the Lambs or something. Right. You know, like, I'm trying to think of like, what the modern day equivalent of this yeah, would be. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Peter Laurie was really awesome. Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen any other movies with him, but I've always known of him. Yeah, he's one of those, I mean, he's got that face. Yeah. yeah. Those bug eyes. And, bug eyes, and, uh, like he's, like, like I think I probably know him more from other people's impressions of him. Right, yeah. And, uh, particularly, uh, cause I guess shortly after this movie, he, uh, fled Germany, uh, because he's Jewish. <clears throat> and, uh, okay. I don't know if you know this, but uh, something happened in Germany in the 30s. Uh, hmm. I don't know all the details, but he left. And, uh-huh. uh, uh, but, like, you know, when he started acting in English films or whatever, uh, you know, he, he's uh, like, just judging from uh, him speaking in this movie, like, I, I don't get that much of what other people do their impressions of. Right. But, you know, whatever, like, people do impressions is always sort of, like, a whiny voice like this. Very weasley. Almost like, uh, Ren. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, very Ren-like. Yeah. I think, actually, I I think, uh... Yeah, I think he was based on him. Yeah. (laughs) Was, uh, was he, like, maybe some sort of, uh... You know, like a Frankenstein henchman or something in some movies like that? I mean, oh, I, could... I don't know. I, wasn't, I think he was in Casablanca, wasn't he? I never saw Casablanca. Yeah, neither did I. Huh. That's classic. Huh. Yeah. Well, I, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I know he was in 
a number of horror movies. Uh, like as an Igor sort of? Or, probably. I mean, it yeah. seems like, from like you said, the impressions. Right, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know for sure if he was or not. He had to be. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right, come on. <laughs> if not, I'm going to make a film and get him to play one. There you go. Yeah. And then he can tell me all about why he left Germany. <laughs> Big mystery, folks. <laughs> Yeah, but he was incredibly good. I mean, yeah. I mean, the first three fourths of the film, he has not a line, but barely seen. But he's still awesome. Oh yeah, like just his like physical acting and his facial, you know, reactions and things. And demeanor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was he was great. Uh, I know uh, this movie. This movie is a first for a lot of things. Uh, one of which is, uh, like every time the character comes on the screen or is nearby or whatever you hear, uh, in the Hall of the Mountain King being whistled. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that is the first time any particular piece of music was ever placed to recognize a character in a movie. Really? Yep. Uh, which is now used all the time. Like in Werewolf of Ohio Part 2, when right. the werewolf appears. Uh huh. And films like that. Is that really? Oh, yeah. okay. They 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 play the creature from the Black Lagoon music. Oh, okay. Where, where well, but that's a merman, not a werewolf. Well, they've taken it back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> um. But of course, Peter Laurie couldn't whistle. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it's actually first line during the uh, the whistling. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. He's an impressive whistler. I apologize. That uh, apparently that's not the last time I'm going to burp, folks. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Burritos are plenty. Burritos. There's a burrito bowl. Nope. Uh, oh. I got tired of that uh, convenient shell. Yeah. Yeah. Gives you nothing to throw away. Exactly. <laughs> if, uh, if there's one thing that can be said about me is that. Uh, after eating, I like to have evidence that I've eaten. Yeah, it gives you a little closure, throwing, right, away, right, throwing yeah. away your wrappers. You, you can uh, you can see that empty container right. and say, oh, you I, ate that. I did that. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> part of what keeps us as, uh, you know, keeps us uh, classified as American. Right, right. We, uh, <laughs> we eat a lot and we throw stuff away. <laughs> That's who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Good. Do this. Yeah. Uh, this. Are we talking about the story here? Well, uh, we can talk about whatever. Okay. It's an 80-year-old movie. Yeah. Uh, I think even I knew what this movie was about before I watched it. I really had no idea. Okay. I had no idea what the M stood for. I guess... Uh, murderer. The the word murder is, uh, starts with an M in German, too, yeah. I guess. I um, also, I did learn uh, one thing in this movie. The German word for blind is blind. <laughs> it, it made me uh, think that the word kindergarten has some sort of German roots because children are kinder yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I, never, I mean, like, I'm sure I knew that, but I never thought about that before. Oh, okay. So, like... So you're not joking right now. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, like, kindergarten is a, is a German thing. Yeah, huh? yeah. Huh. So what's the garden mean? I don't know. Is it... Uh, care? Child care? Child care? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Maybe learning, maybe schooling. Tending. Tending. 
Ooh. Maybe a garden. Because, yeah. like, you know, they're growing. Cause, cause, right. You're and you plant them you in plant soil. Them. Yeah. Just like Peter Lorre did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they never actually showed that. Um, Abe is a, he's a creepy, creepy character in the film. Yeah. Likes to kill the kids. And does enjoy killing kids. Mostly the, the ladies. Uh, the the ladies. little girls. Yeah. Little girls. Uh, cinema's first serial killer. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Um, although I gotta say, uh, lots of people in this movie are creepy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and even the ones that aren't necessarily creepy have, uh, creepy camera angles. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Uh, cause that is probably, like, I mean, okay, it was a, it was a fine movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, other than, you know, falling asleep, I did enjoy it. Some good camera work. Some good camera work. Uh, but I think the number one thing that I am going to walk away from this experience is a crotch shot. <laughs> and not like a, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's not like it was some, like, Beautiful, uh, no, it's, sexy it's not, girl. uh, Sharon Stone and basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a memorable crush shot. Yeah. This is, uh, a fat dude sitting at his desk. Detective Lohan. Yeah. There's a Loman. Loman. Yeah. Fatty Loman. <laughs> that's why they call him Fatty. No, like, yeah, because there's like this, he's on the phone and there's this, all of a sudden there's this camera angle from under his desk yeah. of his crotch as he's talking on the phone and it goes on for a couple minutes. Yeah. And then I, in my mind, I was like, oh, someone is hiding under his desk. You know? <laughs> That's what this camera angle is telling me. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Just a crotch shot. No uh, reason. Well, you know, filmmaking was new. Right. You know, not enough experience. You, you know, learning to, to tell a story still. Right. You know, uh. He likes to stretch his experimental. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's place that camera right at dick level. <laughs> And see what happens. <laughs> I do think, though, there were some really neat, like, some neat camera work, like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. like when it, the cameras, when it first swooped in through the, like, the bum get, gathering. Right. You know, all their different little, uh, you know, goings on, like right. the card play. Craziness. Yeah. Like, the craziness of bums. So bums are fucking crazy. Yeah. Don't feed them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you'll just encourage. <laughs> and there was another scene where, uh, I think it was Mr. Loman. Loman? Loman. Okay. Fatty. Let's call him Fatty. Uh, where, where Fatty is starting to figure things out. Uh, he, he's repeating the name of the brand of cigarettes that they found at the crime scene. And he, like, says it one time and, like, the camera barely swoops in on him. And every time he says it aloud, the camera, like, swoops in again until like, it's right on him as he realizes, right. you know. Like, I mean, there's just some <coughs> neat things like that that sort of, like, are, are trying to mirror, you know, maybe what the character is right. thinking or going through. Uh, I really enjoyed the shot where uh, uh, Peter Lorre is, uh, you know, d- discovers that he's being followed and he's trying to escape from the, the forming mob that is uh, coming after him. Right. Uh, and it's like a crane shot, and it's like him just running up and down the street, uh, just running into people who just keep staring at him and then looking at him menacingly. Bums and criminals. Bums and criminals, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that was cool. And, and a lot of these things are like things that we've seen tons of times oh, yeah. in movies, and they don't make us go, wow, you know, good job, but 
thinking about, like you said, this being an 80-year-old movie. Right. And things being really static back then and right. very, you know, left to right, and that's it. Like, you know, he was trying a lot of neat things. Right. <clears throat> Which is, you know, awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, without a movie like this, we wouldn't have uh, what we currently have. We don't know what we have without movies like this. Wow. Wow. Or something. It's deep. What is deep? Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a fairly simple... It's a fairly simple story. Guys, yeah. guys killing kids. Uh, people want to stop them. Yeah. But just like the way that that unfolds, and like how you barely see the killer at all. Right. It's more about uh, paranoia and yeah, tension and mob uh, mob, mob mentality. mentality is yeah. Yeah. And literally, because uh, which honestly, I think this is sort of a unique angle. I don't think I've seen many movies that have this sort of plot point of, uh, outside of, like, a Punisher movie, uh, where, uh, the criminals are basically after, like, you know, a bigger criminal, you know, like, like, they have, uh, literally organized just to track this guy down to stop him because he's ruining their businesses. Right. At the same time as the cops are trying to stop them. Because, yeah, the cops are, like, are, like, up in their efforts and, like... Right. Therefore, uh, the profits of the underworld are declining. And right. At least, I haven't seen very many movies with that uh, that angle to it. So I'm sure there are, and I'm sure someone will tell me that I'm wrong <laughs> and point out a hundred other movies that all have that. But uh, fuck you guys, I watch better movies than that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I don't need to see some 80s direct-to-video Frank Stallone piece of shit that has that <laughs> plot. You got me? So don't come right. Yeah, internet. Be happy. Be friends. Let's be friends. Nope. Uh, I'll be your friend. <laughs> Just don't tell Eric. I can hear you. Oh shit! He's in the room. He's in the room. <laughs> um, I love the scene where uh, the they're both both the underworld uh, heads and the police are having their meetings simultaneously about how to deal with this. And they keep cutting back from one to the other. Right. Like, that is an awesome scene. Yeah. Because uh, it shows that, you know, nobody really knew exactly what to do, but everybody wanted to stop him. And right. It was just, it was really neat to see <clears throat> both sides trying to, you know, brainstorm. Right. Didn't they, uh, maybe I missed this part, but uh, didn't they pretty much come up with the same conclusion? Um, to basically hire the bums to uh, track this guy down. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually yeah. they kind of did, yeah. <laughs> Because uh, bums are the only people that can follow kids, and you won't be suspicious. Of. I, I know when they were saying they're like, "Who, who can we get? Who can follow children?" Without, I was like, uh, "I was like, maybe women. Have women do it." Yeah, that's that's Cause, what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> because you know they're looking for a man that's following kids, right? And like the homeless people. Yeah, <laughs> nobody would ever think some lonely, crazy man would would be the type of person that would kidnap children. <laughs> Uh, I will say, you know, German efficiency and all that, the bums are organized. They are. They have a union. They know what they're doing. They yeah. have, like, serial numbers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, positions. And, oh, yeah, they have, know. they have, like, areas of the city that they're in charge of. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was impressive. Yeah. It was impressive. Still don't feed them, though. <laughs> 
There's only so much food in the world, and it's for us, the lower middle class, and above. I'm sorry if any bums are listening. I don't mean anything personal. It's just... yeah, yeah. Uh, you know me, I'm, uh, I'm not big on, uh, having our listeners talk to me. Right. Uh, but if there are any bums listening, I, uh, I want to hear from you. Yeah? Like, oh, yeah. Like, if you're at the library keeping warm, uh-huh. and you just happen to have this on your, you know, your Walkman. Right. right. <clears throat> uh, yeah, shoot me an email, tell me you're a bum. <clears throat> uh, I don't want to, like, you know, go beyond that, but let me know. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you want to go beyond that, you can email Jason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll hang out. Yeah. Just once. I'll use it for fodder for Veggie Dog Cider number eight. <laughs> uh, you've got some homeless stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, were they in the last issue? Or uh, are you saving those for a future issue? Or were um, they something else? I've never used them for a comic. No. Mm-hmm. But because where you wrote a comic about one of them. Um, I don't think so. Huh. I don't think I ever have. I probably told you some bum stories. Yeah, you told me some bum stories. I could have sworn you like, actually drew something. Huh. But, oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyhow. You're thinking of my superhero comic, Bum Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. Then. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for Bum Man Arkham City. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. <clears throat> so, uh... Yeah, um... So what do you think, though? Like, one thing that seems kind of glaring to talk about. Uh, it almost seemed like a preachy ending about uh-huh. about making sure uh, we keep an eye on our kids. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah, that's exactly what that was. Yeah. yeah. Didn't seem like it. That's what that was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was more than a seeming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not only that, but uh, even at the beginning of the movie when... Uh, uh, like you, uh, little Elsie or whatever her name was, uh, gets killed. Uh, like, like the police are talking about it and, uh, like almost immediately they blame the mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, it's her job to have been keeping an eye on her. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right. I forgot that. Yeah. So here, no, nothing to do with the, uh, psychopathic serial killer running around. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. It's the mom's fault. The mom uh, that was working hard. Right. Yeah. She was doing the laundry, she was baking the bread or whatever. Yep. Whatever that was. I don't know what she was doing. Homemaking. She was making her home. Yeah. Um, so, Fritz Lang's wife, I'm gonna say Mrs. Lang. Sure. I don't think uh, that was her, but, uh. Uh, <clears throat> Mrs. Fritz Lang was, uh, writing this. Was this based on, do you know, something that happened? Like, like, uh, was she. They, the, the couple things I've read say that, uh, there was, like, about four sewer, serial killers in Germany around, like, 1920s or so, and that, uh, one of them was called the Vampire of Dusseldorf, and hmm. I guess this is sort of based on that case, uh, Fritz Lang denies that it ever was, but, uh, I guess they did take elements of it. To uh, make this film, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of the other killers they actually mentioned in the movie. Uh, I can't remember the names right now, but uh, <clears throat> Ice Truck Killer, the Ice Truck Killer, <laughs> uh, the uh, Bay Harbor Butcher, Bay Harbor Butcher, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is odd that they mentioned that. Yeah, Bay yeah. Harbor. <laughs> and the Trinity Killer, the Trinity Killer, yeah, yeah. John Lithgow was awesome in this movie. <laughs> 
He was pretty young in the 30s. <laughs> Must have been like 25. <laughs> uh, still didn't need to see his ass, though. No, well, yeah. I mean, the crotch shot was fine, but the, the ass shot for no reason. It just yeah, went on yeah. and on while he was on the phone. It was like 15 minutes long. It was 15 minutes long. It was. I think they were trying to pad the film to make sure it I think so, got yeah. to the theaters. Right. Um, although, apparently, this movie was originally like uh, two hours long, and then uh, it got cut eventually down to like 80 minutes, and then uh, like you know they eventually found more footage, and I guess finally uh, like the, the end result, at least as of whenever this DVD came out, was like you know still 10 minutes shy of, of the full length. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wonder what that other ten minutes was. I don't know. I think there's a newer version that just came out last year uh, that I think has a lot of that uh, footage replaced and everything. Hmm. Uh, apparently, Fritz Lang. Uh, apparently, people didn't like his movies and would cut them up often. <laughs> Aww, it's a bummer. There was a lot of talking. Like, like yeah, it, oh yeah. Like it almost. Like a, a couple times, it kind of reminded me of the Tarantino thing, where like there's some there's a lot of just scenes of people talking, yeah. and it and it was interesting because of you know you're not really seeing uh, any of the murders. There's no blood. There's no you know like you barely see any action until halfway through the movie. But yeah. it's interesting just because yeah. um, it's 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 well written. The dialogue is well written. It's not you know stilted and like unbelievable. Right. Right. So yeah. Good dialogue. Yeah. Good dialogue. Uh, I think some of the subtitles were a little wonky, though. Uh, just, like, you know, it seemed like broken English sometimes. And, right. Uh, just wasn't entirely clear or flowing. And sometimes, like, you know, the the subtitle would pop up and then it would go away, but, like, the person would still be talking. Right. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I want more. Um, <laughs> and then there's the scenes where they would show newspaper articles for about yeah. two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, I can't read this. Yeah, yeah it's in, can't it's read in it. German. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was uh, one possibly on purpose comedic scene that uh, I thought was great uh, when uh, Loman. Uh, has finally confronted one of the, uh, the crime bosses. Right. Uh, and the crime boss, uh, like admits that the, like all the criminals have gotten together and found, uh, Peter Lorre. Uh, and they're like, you know, holding him, you know, prisoner. Uh, he's smoking a cigar with, and, uh, just like it falls out of his mouth and he just has this <laughs> wacky, almost three stooges like yeah. look on his face and. Can't see how he composed himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of strange. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, because there was only maybe, that may have been the only, I think the only other time I kind of laughed what, when I think was purposeful was at the very beginning when they were still trying to figure out, like, I mean, the public was still trying to figure out who the killer was. And right. those guys, those old men were sitting around and insulting each other and oh, yeah. saying, like, yeah, I bet it was you, you know, like, and they were freaking out. And that was pretty funny. Actually. That guy with his gigantic pipe. What the hell was... It looked like a cigar sticking out of a pipe. Yeah. Or, but, like, the pipe was also oddly shaped like a like a little miniature French horn yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. That was bizarre. 
Do people still smoke pipes like that? I don't know. Maybe back in the 30s? Maybe, yeah. They hadn't figured out if they hadn't streamlined it or right, something. Right, right. Uh, there was another, I think, possibly purposely funny scene uh, when uh, the police... I think Loman is, is talking to uh, his superiors about how he hates dealing with the public and the public can't agree on stories. Oh, yes. There's like a scene of uh, an inspector talking to two guys who are arguing over the color of the girl's hat. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like weird close-ups of them screaming at each other. Right. Yeah, like the screaming at the camera. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> that was pretty good. I guess I guess there were a few, a few like, yeah. tension breakers. Yes. Yeah, sure. It was probably the uh, purpose. But, uh, I also got a feeling, uh, that, uh, I mean, I, in my, in my research, I also learned that, uh, Fritz Lang was half Jewish and left, uh, Germany two years after this movie was made. Uh, so I guess with that knowledge, I'm guessing that, uh, the feeling that I got of, uh, uh, a state of fascism, uh, was probably, uh, done to sort of point out how, uh, bad an idea that is. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. But, but sense. I did have that, uh, that feeling throughout. Yeah. Like, you know, just, uh, searching for people's papers. Right. And, there was a lot of, like, you know, who are you and, like, right. privacy being invaded. Yeah. And people, uh, the police demanding that they be allowed to just go into anybody's home and then search for anything and arrest people for whatever. Right. You know. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could see how that would be on an, on a director's mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also know that uh, this film was banned in Germany in 1934 uh, for being perverse, and that the Nazis uh, used this movie as uh, an example of uh, sexual perversion and. Uh, uh, basically the horrors of it. Wow. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. Nazis are dumb. <laughs> I changed my mind. I do not like them at all. I'm gonna rip, I'm gonna rip up my card. <laughs> throw away my uniform. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Fuck you Nazis. I'm out. <laughs> Don't call me. I uh, think you need to stop thinking about what you're saying. No, I'm done. Those guys, they've always been on my back. People are listening. And they will hear your tirade. (laughs) This could really stir some shit. I don't need you bad-mouthing the Nazis (laughs) and getting us into trouble. They are probably in charge of most of our sponsorships. But I still say fuck it. Those guys can eat a dick. I'm even going to turn in my white power ring. And uh just wear my green power ring. Right. Because yeah. that was always my favorite green lantern anyway. Yeah, yeah. Nobody likes the white power ring. Yeah. No, no. We actually found a white power ring at Mavericks the other day. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. Yeah. Did you find a white power battery? <laughs> no. No, unfortunately. Uh, oh yeah, and another piece of trivia that I learned was that uh, the the director's wife, uh, who, who wrote the script, uh, had joined the Nazi party. Really? Yeah. Like, yep. post, post the movie? Nope. Really? Yep. <clears throat> oh, wow. 
Huh. Well, hindsight. Yeah, maybe not a good idea. Maybe. Uh, yes. <clears throat> that is weird. Because, like, especially if she wrote the movie, it seems like, you know, she was kind of against the, right. you know, the whole fascism thing. Right. But, yeah. I guess they were, they were such a rising power that uh, she just joined because, you know, a lot of other people were. Right. There. Seems to be the popular thing to do. Yeah. Uh, let's see, I know that uh, apparently back in the, the 30s, uh, they would, uh, you know, since this is a German movie, they, they wanted to release the movie to other parts of the world. Uh, rather than uh, doing the current uh, practice of dubbing, and apparently even back then they didn't believe in subtitles, uh, they refilmed the movie in English. Uh, really? But Fritz Lang had nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. What, so why... Seriously, there was no subtitle movies in the 30s? Uh, I guess not. Huh. I never uh, thought about that. But that is uh, strange. I wonder why they wouldn't have done that. Maybe they couldn't get uh, words to come up on the uh, on the screen the same time as the uh, images. I was going to say, it, it seems like... That would, that would be... Uh, I think a tougher thing to do. Yeah, I mean, they would have to paste words onto every single frame of film. Right. Here. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. making shit up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't know. No. We're just a couple guys in 2011 yep. watching this movie on DVD from Netflix. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Criterion collection. Mm. Good stuff. Uh, and uh, then of course, uh, you know, people can complain about remakes all they want. Uh, this movie was remade in 1951. Really? They were doing that shit back then. What? So fuck you, complainers. Have you? You haven't seen the 50s version? No, I've never seen this version. Yeah. Hmm. I'd be curious to see it. Eh, I heard it's not very good. No. It takes place in Los Angeles instead of uh, Germany. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably not as uh like. Architecturally exciting. Right, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of sweet buildings and shadows and alleyways right. and yeah. Plus, yeah, I mean, just a hint of sort of that German expressionist type of feel to it sometimes. Right. With like the like when he's staring into the, he's doing the window shopping and you yeah. see the reflections and stuff. Yeah. 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 It was uh, better than I expected. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I mean, I've seen Metropolis. It's been years, right. and I thought it was neat, like visually especially. Right. But I, I didn't, you know, I didn't like love it or anything. But uh, I didn't expect to like this one as much as that. But I think I like this one more, actually. Did you uh, watch the colorized version with the Queen soundtrack? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, <clears throat> wow. Did not know that was a thing. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Did Queen write the music just for that? Oh, that would be great. Uh, may not have even been Queen. But, uh, yeah. There was a colorized version that had like a rock and roll soundtrack uh, over it. Queen does seem to do a lot of they sweet do. soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. You get the Highlander, you get your Flash Gordon. Yeah. Wayne's World. Wayne's World, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> Happy uh, accident. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have Metropolis on Blu-ray. It's the uh, complete version, oh. the uh, restored version from the uh, uh, that that is the only uh, com- 
complete whole edition of the movie uh, in existence. And and I can't remember that does have subtitles, right? Uh, well, it's silent. Yeah. So it's uh, you know, but it, but it has like words, right? Yeah, yeah. placards, yeah. right? Like your uh, like your typical silent movie would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was just silent or if there was actually words that you could read during the film. Uh, both. No. <laughs> wow. Like a silent movie? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they could make a movie that just <clears throat> has no words, you know. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, is the, uh, M thing, like, you know, of, of actually writing M on your hand and slapping it on the guy's back, is that something? I don't think so. Or is that just made it for this? I think okay. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I know that was like, the actual German way to prove that a guy was a murderer? Mm, don't, don't think so. <laughs> I know that there was a lot of stuff in this movie that uh, clearly was just some sort of uh, cultural and uh, time-specific things that you and I did not get. I, there was a couple times we looked at each other like, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think that's one of them. What was that? Do you remember that? Uh, I do remember specifically there was... Uh, uh, the one where the, the criminals are first getting together to, to discuss what's going on. Like, the one guy who I kept calling Hitler, yeah. uh, was like looking out the window and he was like, the crocodile's gone! There's two nicks in the load! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was just crazy. Very possible. <laughs> I, I think there was another one too, yeah, where we kind of looked at each other like, I don't know what that just happened, what happened there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Other than the crotch shot. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, good movie. Yeah, yeah. definitely good, yeah. you know, noir, as yeah. far as, like, visuals, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot of sweet, dark alleyways and, like, crane shots with shadows. and Yeah. yeah pretty, pretty awesome looking. Yeah, yeah. Especially when considered what year it was filmed. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah. Fucking AM. Mm. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, let's take a break. Sure.
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. Hi, pal. Hi, buddy. We're back. Oh, yeah. We're doing this again. We are. Much to the <clears throat> chagrin of everyone. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> Fritz Lang. Fritz Lang. Does he make a ton of movies? Uh, he's made a few. Yeah. Sure. Shall I look him up? Yeah, let's look him up. I read them. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've heard of a couple, but, uh, he seems to be one of those people that is cited as a director of influence and greatness, so. Right. You'd imagine, uh, he's probably got a dozen movies under his belt, at least. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think last episode I said something at the end when you mentioned him about the comic. Have you ever read that? Uh-uh. Okay. There was a, I think it was a prestige format miniseries from the, I don't know, mid to late eighties. Um, and I'm pretty sure John J. Muth drew the whole thing. Huh. Um, all That's I remember, based on this movie? Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. All I remember seeing are the covers, cause I think my brother had them, and, uh, they're just awesome, you know, John J. Muth-ish. Right. I think it was him. If not, it was somebody operating in his style. And it was, you know, just like obscured faces and like fedoras and stairwells and. Wow. Yeah. It looked, huh. it looked really cool. Yeah. I didn't, un- uh, no idea that that happened. Alright, Fritz Lang. Mr. Lang. Died in 1976, born 1890. Directed movies up until 1960. Uh, Started in 1919. Wow. When he was 29? Yeah. Let's see, a bunch of German movies. What? Whose names I can't pronounce. Uh, the one called, uh, Destiny in 1921, uh, Dr. Mabus in 1922, Metropolis, 27, Rocket to the Moon, 29, then M in 31, another Dr. Mabus in, uh, 33, and then, uh, second Dr. Mabus in 33. Oh, wow. He was, his caboose was working on Mabus yeah. that year. Oh, he directed an adaptation of uh, Cloak and Dagger in 1946. Oh, wow. Nice. The Marvel comic uh, duo. Uh, Then in 1960, he directed The Thousand Eyes of Dr. Mabuse. Wow. And then Journey to the Lost City, which was his last movie. Huh. Okay, so a bunch of movies none I'm familiar with. Uh, I've heard of Dr. Mabuse, and I know I have one of them on my uh, Netflix queue. Uh, but I don't think I even knew that he. Oh, <coughs> Uh, that he had, uh, that he had, uh, directed that. Huh. Yeah, that's, uh, that's news to me as well. Yeah. News to me. He directed, uh, The Tomb of Love in 1959, uncredited. Huh. Uh, The Black Vampire in 1953. Was that a black exploitation movie? Uh, I don't know. Uh, for some reason, it's also called M. Huh. That's weird. Alright. Uh, oh, I guess it's just a Spanish, uh, adaptation of M. Ah. <clears throat> uh, looks like, uh, Fritz Lang's wife. Wrote most of his movies. Uh, quite a few of them, anyway. That's awesome. Um, 
effective adaptation of uh, The Phantom in 1922. Huh. I don't think it was... Uh, the, not the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sweet, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, she wrote most of his movies, including one Dr. Mabush movie in 1962 that uh, I am taking Fritz Lang didn't direct. Yeah, huh. Well, of course, she died in 1954, so I don't think she actually wrote that movie. Either. <laughs> uh, maybe you know, sitting yeah. on a sitting on a pile of papers for a while. <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, Fritz Lang. That's cool. That's cool. I don't know what else Peter Lorre uh, ever worked on. Yeah, let's let's look at Peter Lorre. <clears throat> Voice of Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Wow, <laughs> I know he was still around. He was born in 1904 and died in 1964. Uh, I do know he was a uh, comedian before M. Really? And uh, was uh, really happy to have had a uh, a non-comedic role, uh, you know, to, to sort of test his abilities and everything like that. Right. But then later came to hate the movie because everybody thought he was actually a child murderer. <laughs> People are dumb. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, he'd been working since 1929. Uh, lots of German movies. Uh, the Man Who Knew Too Much. Hmm. Uh, he, uh, apparently played a character called Mr. Moto a lot. Because, uh, you know, Japanese. <laughs> Uh, let's see, he was in a, an adaptation of Arsenic and Old Lace. Uh-huh. Uh, he was in Casablanca. Okay. I can't believe you or I neither have seen that movie. Yeah. I can. <laughs> uh, the same reason I haven't seen uh, a ton of the movies I haven't seen. Right. <laughs> Just randomness. Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Uh, he was in The Raven. Uh, yeah, he did a lot of work. Did a lot of work, here. Huh. I don't see anything where he played like a Renfield or anything like that. Alright. So, who knows? 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah, wow. yeah. Couple of couple of uh, hardworking dudes that yeah. l- laying in that lorry. <clears throat> but yeah, but yeah. So there you go. Now we know, and no one's talking about it. <clears throat> so, uh, what's up? I don't know. Anything fun? No. Nothing good? Uh, the goddamn Batman. You've been playing a lot of Batman. I am You've playing a lot of Batman. About that new Arkham City? Yep. Yeah. It's awesome. <clears throat> it's so awesome. It looks cool. I've uh, come over a handful of times since yeah. you bought it, and toys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have small hands. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, twice, one yeah. each. Oh yeah, <laughs> and yeah. It looks it looks cool. I've seen you playing it as the Batman and as the Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. And it looks pretty sweet. 
Yeah, I've been playing that game, uh, I would say a total of about eight hours total now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have yet to fuck. What? Yeah. Well, that's unsettling. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get this game. Yeah. Do not get this game. Obviously. I mean, it's pretty awesome otherwise. The Batman and Catwoman have not fucked each other. Do you think maybe Jed Winnick didn't actually get to write the game? <sighs> that would be a shame. That would suck. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You know, people just ruining other people's artistic vision. I know. It's just not cool. No, we, you bought this game anticipating, uh, super fucking. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you're, you're not getting in it. Nope. Yeah. I mean, the, to be fair. You're only eight hours in. I'm only eight hours in. There is a ton of shit to do in this game. Mm-hmm. The fucking's gotta come in at it's, some point. It's around right? any corner. It yeah. could be any corner. Yeah. I mean, I've only completed like 6% of this game. So, yeah, it's, Got to happen. Right? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like uh when I was playing uh Cubert. Right. And, uh you know, I didn't think there was gonna be fucking there. Right. You get to the second board, tons of fucking. See. Yeah. That gives me hope. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I'm doing. That and uh, all the same old bullshit that I usually do. Yeah. You yeah. Know, drawing, working, sleeping. Those are good things. Yeah. Well, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping's pretty cool, too. Yeah. Although, we had a, we had a busy, uh, week here at, uh, GTHQ. I think we did. Yeah. Is that our most podcast in a week? I think so. I think in the last, uh, seven days we've done four. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That, that's the majority of the week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've done, like, bonus episodes and stuff before where we've had, like, maybe, like, like I know, like, I think last December between League Night and Gutter Trash, you and I did like eight podcasts together. Yeah. Uh, in like, a month. In, in a month. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, we, we do one a week. You yeah. Know. So, so we had like two episodes a week coming out where you and I were doing a podcast together. Right. But they were spread out. Yeah. And they uh, weren't all, they weren't all Gutter Trash. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, these are all gutter trash and these are all within the span of seven days. Uh, it's been, uh, it's been a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Our interns are all a, fl- a flitter. Uh, we ran out of coffee twice, had to send Susie out to yeah. get some more. Uh, Chauncey's been on overdrive. Uh, the Mexicans are working their hardest to yeah. yep. try to, to keep the headquarters intact. <laughs> we got white guys with miter saws. <laughs> Those aren't cheap. Nope. No. No. The miter saws. Right. The white guys. They they work cheap these days. Nope. This is why I have a uh, a donation button on the site mm-hmm. that nobody has used yet. These can help pay for our white guys. They yep. help pay for our miter saws. Yep. Um, our for ne- our coffee. Our coffee. Susie's our salary. Mexican, Susie. Uh, Chauncey. Chauncey. Oh, he's not cheap. No. Yeah. Our guests oh, uh, right. have been demanding to be paid. Airfare. Whatnot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, this is not a cheap endeavor doing mm. this show. No, it's so a... Please donate. Every dollar counts. Yes. Um, if you like the quality programming that you get... Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, take a stand, become a member. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll find some way to get you a tote bag. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, I mean, this is the second time we had to record this segment because one of the mics wasn't working. That's true. We need new mics here yeah. in, the, in the shop. Uh, so your donations will go towards that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll get you uh, a tote bag. We'll, uh, mention your name on air. Next time you feel like feeding the bum, just yeah. save that dollar. Yep. 
Convert it into digital dollars. Yes. And send it our way. Yes. Because, again, don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I got an email from, uh, Wheeler Hall the other day, and he said he had just got off of, uh, the freeway at Smithville, the road I live on, right. uh, on Route 35, and he said there was a homeless man carrying a sign, or with a sign that said, homeless. <laughs> and, uh, well, we, it's probably true. <laughs> Wheeler said he felt bad. I would have to say that, I mean, at least of the people I know, mostly homeless. <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Uh, Wheeler said he felt bad because he said there was nothing he could do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, sure there's something he could have done. Well, it just required, you know, maybe, uh, going against some of his own moral and, and, uh, personal beliefs. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. Wheeler is uh, a homophobe. And, I don't uh, think he's a homophobe. Yeah. No. I'm also fairly certain that, uh, you know, as a heterosexual, he's probably not willing to, uh, to experiment. Right. Right, yeah. yeah. And uh, especially in that sort of, uh, I mean, you know. I mean, right, with a guy standing off the side of the road with a sign. I mean, you know, he goes to a Harlem Globetrotters game. He's had a few too many brewskis. Right. Uh, the guy next to him says, hey, let's go back to my hotel. I'm only in town for the game. Right. Let's do a little fucking. Yeah. Wheeler might say, you know. It's it's a Saturday. Right. I don't have to get up early. And, and there's a story to tell afterwards. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Some things you just do for the story. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not just for a guy with a sign. No, yeah. Don't don't uh don't have sex with people on the road. That's pretty much what this, it comes down to. This is this is is the crux of what we're yeah. talking about. Even for heterosexuals. You know, oh yeah. Don't have sex with anyone that is just standing on the street. With a cardboard sign. With a, with a, just anyone. I mean, maybe corrugated, like, you know, like if it's been printed up at a Kinko's or whatnot. Right. Like, like a vinyl banner. But yeah, they put yeah, a little yeah. time and effort into it. What about, uh, what about like a sandwich board? Uh. Like, well, you know, the things oh, they wear. Yeah. Like the Yendas Nye, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I'm, I, I associate those with like Sergio Argonis cartoons too much oh, to, okay. like, to be aroused by that. Then what about, uh, you know, how, like, uh, sometimes banks or apartments have, like, a guy that stands out on the side of the street, and they're flipping, like, uh, an arrow sign. Oh. You know, like, come in here for, you know, free rent, or, you know. I'd say only if they're dressed like a cartoon animal. Okay. Right. You know, because that's hot. Well, okay. Uh, another scenario. Uh, it's almost Halloween. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of uh, lots of those temporary Halloween stores are, are popping up. Oh yeah, and they usually have someone outside dressed up in an elaborate costume saying, "Come to Halloween Land." Oh yeah, sex with them. Fuck them right there, all right, all right. right there on the street. <laughs> it's okay if it's a costume. Okay, <laughs> because that's like even if their their costume is a bum, right? But because it's not their life, they're pretending to be a bum. Pretending, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's role play at that point. I mean, you, you could still get crabs. I mean, most guys oh, that work, course. most of the people that work at the Halloween stores have crabs. Oh yeah, it's just a fact. My ex-girlfriend used to work there. Yeah, crabs. Yeah. yeah, just while she worked there. Just right? while she worked yep. there. Yep. The moment yeah. she quit, they, they went away. They, they died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's in the claws. Yep. <clears throat> they, they just uh, fell right off her at the moment that they closed. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no, see, it was okay until I. <laughs> it just got a little, a little too visual. <laughs> Like they hit the pavement, one of them died right there, just splattered on the concrete. <laughs> oh. Crab juice popped out of it. <laughs> no, I, I actually do give the homeless money every once in a while. I uh usually at that same exit ramp, actually, yeah, but I've yeah, never yeah. seen the homeless sign. I've uh I've done it before. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not an entirely total yeah, asshole. Exactly. I will say I usually only do it when it's convenient to. Right. If, uh, if the the light is turning green and uh, that guy is just standing there, I'm not stopping to give him money. I have places to go. You know what I usually do? I usually roll down the window if, if it's a traffic light, and uh, and I I I go through the motion. I like signal them first right. with that hand gesture. Right. They come over to the car. I pull up my wallet. I open it up just enough so they can't see. And I'm like, ah, oh, no cash. I'm like, do you have a PayPal account? And uh, they say, they they, you know, they usually usually say, you know, what, what's PayPal? Right. Or or they you know shrug and say no. And I'm like, sorry. I just right. drive away. Yeah. And that always works. Okay. I right, mean, it's entertaining, right. and, and, you know, you, you feel like you tried. Right, right, And it's right. basically their fault at that point for not setting up a big right, right, yeah. right. uh, It's easy to do. I just gift them. There's no fees. Right. You know. uh, what I do is I look out for the guy that has the credit card reader. Oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, like, like a lot of, uh, a lot of phones now come with, with that ability to, to swipe a card right. or at least have an attachment to swipe the card through. Yeah, and I'll just, you know, type in the amount that I want to give them. The, the uh, technology's out there, Bums. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Invest. There is no reason that you, as a bum, should be out on the side of the road with a handwritten sign <laughs> on a discarded pizza box begging for money. <laughs> right. You, without you, a card reader. Right. Without a card no, reader, with no PayPal accounts. No vinyl signs. No vinyl signs. Uh, this is bullshit. Yeah. This is 2011. Get with the program. Exactly. Yeah. And the program is gutter trash. Right. Tune in once a week. And then write to us. Write to us. We can, we can tell us that you're homeless. Yeah. yeah. And we're not going to do anything to help you. We might give you the comic we didn't like this right. week. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, and certainly we could always just recommend the movies to you. Oh, yeah. And, uh, even the bad ones, because you're homeless and you need some entertainment. Right. And they have a lot of these at the library. Exactly, yeah. You're there anyway. <laughs> just right. Pick, just, just something. Go up. to the other room. Yeah. Pick up a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's easy. Right. So you went to a metal show. I did. Yeah. How was that? Um, it was really cool. Okay. And it was probably the last metal show I'll ever go to. Because <laughs> I'm old. Yeah. I, I took my earplugs because this is the one-year anniversary of my tinnitus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've got this ringing in my ears. Congratulations. Thank you. I've worked hard. Uh, <laughs> and, uh... But, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting old, like my ears hurt, like after half, halfway through the concert, like my back was hurting, I was hot, uh, I was like, oh, it's so hot in here, and like, you know, I had to go buy myself a water and right. uh, stand towards the back. And Well, I think the first rule of all metal shows is those, uh, you know, hydrate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You should have been drinking water from the outside. That's, well, that's yeah. true. That was probably... See, I'm out, I'm out of uh, practice. Uh, I mean, I used to go to a lot of metal shows. Right. I was in a metal band for Christ's sake. Right. But uh, it's been years. Yeah. Years. So, no, I went and saw Cavalier Conspiracy. They played right here in Dayton. The the town we live in. The town we live in. The gym's tiny little bullshit industrial waste of a town. <laughs> Cavalier Conspiracy played here. A couple dudes from Brazil. Wow. Started a band. And then came to Dayton. Came to Dayton to play. Wow. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. But, uh, yeah, we got there halfway through the concert, um, uh, just in time to see Otep, uh, open up for, uh, Cavalier Conspiracy. Is it Otep or Opeth? It's Otep. Well, there, there's both, but this one was Otep. Alright. And this is, uh, Chick Metal, right? Well, there's a, 
a female singer. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was metal. You know. Female singer, metal implies chick metal. chick metal. Well, but it, it wasn't. It was like three dudes and a, and a lady. Yeah, it's chick metal. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, if if it was all ladies in the band, I would just would have said, "Oh, it's a girl band." Okay, yeah. so chick metal means the chick singer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What if it's just a lady playing bass? Is that uh, still chick metal? No, it's not chick metal. Really? Yeah. Like White Zombie is not chick metal. Right. Yeah, it's just uh, regular metal. Okay. Uh, but lady singer. Chick metal. Chick metal. Okay. Yeah. Entire band full is still chick metal. Uh, you know, just happens to be the entire band is, is chicks. Right. All chicks, guy singing, not chick metal. Ooh, that's just, what is that? This is metal. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I see, I didn't know these things. Yeah. But I would say chick metal is, is, is kind of this thing that's happened, at least, like, you know, becoming my conscious of the past, like, six, seven years or so. Right. I'm sure it's always been there, but, uh, you know, like bands like, you know, like Gotep and, uh. Thor's Hammer and. Right, right. Uh, Epica and, uh, you know, lots of, lots of symphonic metal bands are, are chick metal. Right, bands yeah. 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 See, I'm, I'm not too familiar with most of that stuff. Right. Cause, uh. I have a, I have a lady friend who, uh, Enjoys listening to metal with chick singers. So yeah. I've, I've uh, become more aware of, of uh, bands that have that. Just tell her to check out Otep. They were yeah, they were pretty good. I mean, like it didn't make me want to go out and buy their CD or anything. Right. Um, they they were she was very energetic and such a showman. Like right. she was amazing as far as like energy show was. Woman. She was a show woman, a show person, <laughs> a show person. Um, she, I mean, she had like costume changes and she was like jumping around and like. Fighting with the air somehow. She was huh, like punching right, the air and. Well, she's angry at it. She's angry. She's yeah. angry at Dayton's air. She's. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah. She's choking. She's trying to breathe. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but they, and they covered a breed by Nirvana, which really? is really strange. Wow. And it was really good. It was yeah, a good cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they had a good set. And then, uh, Cavalier Conspiracy came out. Yeah. And I swear for like the first two, maybe three songs, I wasn't sure that Max, uh, Cavalier, the lead singer, was even awake. Really? Yeah. Huh. He just looked like he had been, uh, shot with the tranquilizer meant for the herpes monkey. Because <laughs> he was like, his eyes were closed, um, he wasn't moving, he was singing, right. and he was holding a guitar, and with his left hand, the hand that he would usually finger the fretboard, right. he was just holding the microphone stand. I know how a guitar works. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, you know, if you didn't know if he was left-handed or right-handed. Mm-hmm. It's important. His left hand was on the microphone. His right hand was just st- strumming the top right. string of the guitar, like the entire like first two songs, yeah. with with no fingers on the fretboard. I mean, I guess he did, did that make a difference in the the uh, music. I, I'm, well, I'm guessing they were down tuned so that by hitting just that one string, he's making an E chord. Right. Um, but it just. It wasn't a lot to look at. It right, wasn't right, visually yeah, interesting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he hates it here. Yeah. He just... He, well, why wouldn't you? The building they're in is attached to a family dollar in the middle of nowhere in Dayton, Ohio. There is a... Uh, speaking of uh, German things, there is a kinder care right across oh, the street. Oh, yeah. There is. And yeah. a uh, tiny little taco place in the parking lot. And a, and a laundromat. There and laundromat it was, it was, it's, it's so weird that there's concerts there. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, cause, like, I don't know how long they've been doing concerts there, but, uh, 
for the longest time, like it was pretty much just a hillbilly bar. Yeah, that I could and, and I could yeah. totally see that. Yeah. Like local, I could see local bands playing there. I could right. see hillbillies and bikers playing there. But like these are like, you know, international touring metal bands. Right. Like like uh, like they just got off the month that whatever that thrash tour with right, Metallica. Right. And, and uh, like like I remember when you told me that you were actually going to this, and you asked me if I wanted to go. Uh, and you're like, I can't believe that they're playing at McGuffey's. <laughs> and, uh, but Soulfly Pilly there, which is Max's other band. Yeah. Uh, like last year. So he's been there. Yeah. He's seen it before. He, he's been here before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre. But, uh, about three or four songs in, they played a couple of old school Sepultura songs. Yeah. Um, they played Refuse Resistant Territory. And, like, it was one of those crazy scenes where uh, it just reminded me of uh, being a kid again. I was I was standing pretty close to up front, maybe like six rows back, five rows back, and like the circle pit, like of m- moshing uh, right. dudes started happening, and I was like sort of on the border of that, and you know I got to like push a couple of them back in, right. and uh and and he sort of Max seemed to liven up after that. Right. Like, I think that ch- gave him a charge, and he was just like he moved around a little more. He made eye contact. He said like. He never said Mercy Book. Oh. I know. But he did say Dayton, Ohio like eight times. Sweet. Hey, Dayton, Ohio! You know. <laughs> and, uh, so that was cool. It was awesome. Yeah. And then, and I was like into it. I was kind of hopping around, headbanging and singing along with but some. And then you got tired. And then I got really tired. My bat, my lumbar was inflamed. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, there's like some, some drunk guy stepped on my new Converse and, and back, and I remember like going, you know, whenever I, I'd wear a new pair of Converse to a, a Guar show and it would come home eight different colors and like, right. you know, part of the, you know, tongue ripped off and I'd be like, yes, sweet. They're broken in. But now I was like, oh, yeah, I just bought these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, Pretty much everything you have described is uh, the reason that I decided not to go with you guys. And there was almost a fight right in front of us as as the show ended. We were walking outside, and there was a couple of drunk guys like fighting in the doorway on the way out, and uh, they had to separate them. And one of them was like trying to call the other one out and like, "Come on, you pussy, come out here!" And but that and, sounds like McGuffey's. Yeah, that exactly. sounds like McGuffey's. I imagine. <laughs> But I mean, it was, it was really cool. Like, I really enjoyed their set and I had a good time. But I think, I think I would have much more enjoyed just sitting at home and listening to the CD while I did some drawing. Right. And like, nothing against their performance other than the first two songs where they were asleep. Right. But, uh, it's just, yeah, I think I'm done with the, with the metal concerts, concert wise. Well, I, for one, look forward to their next CD coming out and yeah. bringing over the DVD of some live concert that they've recorded. I know, right? I, I definitely would say I uh, enjoyed watching the live DVD of them right. at your parents' house with you more than I did enjoy <laughs> seeing them play live. And that's and that's more about me than it is about them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I am 100% with you on yeah. this. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, you had asked if I wanted to go, and like I thought about it. I truly did, but like it has been six, seven years since I've been to any sort of rock show. Uh, I think the last one I ever went to was uh, with you. Uh, oh, the Hank, Hank, Hank three. three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. And I mean, you and I. Like, well, I mean, every show that I've ever been to, at least like in a small venue, uh, I pretty much always just try to hang back. 
Yeah. Like, like I'm, I never want to get into the thick of it, so, you know, I'm, I'm not that person. Right. Uh, I am the person that doesn't know how to behave in a concert venue. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't dance. Right. Uh, I don't want to sing along because, uh, that's the job of the guys on stage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying myself and I'm enjoying the music. I just don't enjoy the people also enjoying the music with me. Right. Uh, <laughs> makes sense. And, but, you know, I mean, I totally appreciate, you know, an awesome band doing an awesome job. And, uh, you know, I get into that. I just don't want to deal with everything else. Uh, so it has been an incredibly long time since I've done that and, you asked me if I wanted to go, and I just just had to think about it and, and realize that that would just be the worst. <laughs> I, like, it was totally worth it, especially since it was right here in Dayton. Right. And I'm glad I went. Right. I mean, like, if it would have been in, in, like, Cleveland or Chicago, and I drove all the way there for that, right. I would have probably been like, yeah, that would have sucked. But, right, right. but it was right down the street, and, uh, yeah, it was fun. And I, and I still, I like seeing live music, but I think I would be more inclined to go see a Damien Gerardo or a David right. Dondero or just a super guitar. songwriter, guitar, stool. Some, something like low key. Right, just, yeah, yeah. It doesn't hurt my back, hurt my ears. Right. Some place you can sit. Yeah, nobody. Enjoy a beverage. Nobody's stepping on me. Right, yeah. Uh, Everybody's politely clapping between songs. Exactly. Yeah. We're yeah. old. Yeah, we're we are, old. Yeah. See, I can do that. I'll go see a, a jazz band perform. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, you and I went to see uh, our friend uh, Pat Kane perform a couple times. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess you could consider those uh, other shows I've been to since Hank 3. Well, that's kind of rocking. Uh, they're rocking, but, you know, it's it's a quiet kind of rocking. Yeah. I mean, we, we literally sat in yeah. a, a booth somewhere and watched them play, you know. And I like that. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, yeah, that's the kind of show I think I would be into. It's just not the type of music I <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah, like I, like I love if we Cavalier. we combine metal with that atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 I <laughs> that'd be awesome. And you go see the new Anthrax and everybody's just sitting there, yeah. like drinking, uh, herbal tea. Right. Yeah. Let's have old people metal. <laughs> and, you know, like, like, you know, as long as the band is still, like, Doing it up, you know, that's fine. Just I don't want the people to do it up. Well, I mean, I think I think we're at a point in history where we have to be at a point where, uh, I mean, metal isn't an ancient form of music. Right. I mean, people are probably older than they've ever been as far as, like, metal fans. I mean, there's... Right. I saw some, like, 50, 60-year-old guys at the show, a couple yeah. of them. And, like, well, yeah. Sepultura was around, what, oh, 86? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, during their encore, uh, when they started playing Arise, I looked over at Kathleen and I was like, this song is 20 years old. <laughs> and she was like, that's crazy. <laughs> and it rocks. It's an awesome song, but you're like, you know, these guys are about 50 now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, they're in the late 40s probably. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, metal fans are getting older. I mean, right. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, there's a, like a all seated metal show for like older guys pretty soon. <laughs> Well, when uh, Cavalier Conspiracy uh, goes on that tour and uh, we'll go. plays at, like, uh, I don't know, some coffee shop here in Dayton, right. and, uh, then I would totally go with you Or, guys. like, the Victoria Theater or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, they're they're great. Check them out if you're, if you're not old like us and, and you want to rock. And if you are old like us, buy their CDs. They have two really good CDs, Blunt, yeah. Blunt Force Trauma and uh, the Self-Titled. Yeah.
both awesome. Yeah. And uh, the limited edition of one of them comes with a live DVD. Yeah. Where you get to see him say, Mercy fucking Boku. Oh, oh. Multiple times. That was another cool thing. During one of their songs, he had his son come out and sing, uh, I guess it was his son. Right. It was one of the guys from the DVD. Okay. Um, and yeah, so like, they still did that and like, they just seem like they have a good time. That's you know? cool. Like it's, Considering that they went for like 15 years hating each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they've, I think they've, uh, ironed it all out. <laughs> you know? That's cool. Glad you, glad you had an okay time. I even heard, uh, Igor, Doogie was telling me in an interview, Igor doesn't even like metal anymore. Right. He, he, all he really listens to is like dubstep stuff. And he said, uh, he, if it wasn't for his brother, he wouldn't even be playing in this band. Wow. He just, he yeah. said, you know, he just likes playing with his brother. Right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, it's getting really dark in here. It is. And, All of a sudden. Uh, and, uh, you gotta go, uh, carve some pumpkins, maybe. Possibly. Uh, so, uh, go ahead and, uh, tell me, uh, tell me what present you brought me today. I did. I brought, there's a Trader Joe's grocery bag in there with a, with a book inside. <laughs> well, it is my hope. For the future, that we are going to read a book that I have owned for like a year, and I've just for some weird reason never gotten around to reading it. Uh, but I just did, and I thought we might review it. It's called, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's a Darwin Cook's adaptation of Parker, Volume One, Hunter. I would uh, like to respond to this uh-huh. with a hearty. Fuck yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I have been wanting to read this book for ever since it came out. Yeah? Even before it came out, I wanted to read this book. I am into this. I've just never been able to afford a copy of it. Sweet. So, fuck and yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think, is it Richard Starks? Richard Stark, uh, yeah. Parker. Yep. Hunter. Darwin yep. Cook. That's a lot of names. Yep. Uh, by, read by Eric and Jason. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Uh, you gotta go, and I gotta go. Uh, Sweet. so. You gotta go save the city? I gotta go save the city. Uh, Arkham City is, uh, in trouble. And, uh, only I can stop all the, uh, the bad guys. Sweet. And but then, the new 52. One ass kicking at a time. Eric number one, from the new 52. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir. Bye. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.